we go. And here's some music. Well, don't talk over it. <laughs> you don't talk over it. <laughs> you can tell we're new at this. Talk, talk over it. Intro music. Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in. This is Michael and the Bear. I'm Michael. And I'm JJ. And we did it right. We're here to talk right. about crypto. Yeah. We did our intro the right way. We're doing we things. Only... <laughs> we're doing new things, new things here at Michael and the Bear Studios. Yes. Multiple studios. <laughs> <laughs> so today a... you wanted to talk about Verge getting blue balls on Pornhub. Yeah, well, we just got news like uh, an hour or two ago that Tron is now added to that party. Gosh, I really want to use metaphors so badly, but I'm going to try to refrain because uh, oh, I was going to call it. I was going to call it an, or, an orgy. You know? oh, oh God, <laughs> it's a big crypto orgy move. over at Pornhub. Let's just let's just move on really quick. I, I will say uh, we talked about this earlier. I haven't seen Verge. I haven't heard of Verge in the news in the past. Since the whole Pornhub thing, really? Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard a peep. So it's okay, just, cool. It's been one one big crashing thing. So, and now, so the, I mean, the, the, this is this. Well, I mean, I mean, one one reason this is interesting to talk about is because Tron, on the other hand, has been in the news like crazy. I mean, they bought BitTorrent. They are they're they're they now have uh, the. The futures on BitMEX, so everyone's excited about being able to short the hell out of Tron using crazy 100x leverage. And then yeah. now, it's, yeah. it's, I, I think Tron's on a roll as far <coughs> as a marketing from a marketing point of view. You know, just one so thing after funny, another. Yeah. In the nightclub world in LA back in the day, uh, it it was uh, people would be like, "Oh, have you heard about the new club? Have you heard about the new club?" And and when I started bartending and clubs, I learned the reality is all these new clubs were owned by the same guy or like, you know, the same team. They'd have four different locations and they would just shut one down and say, quote unquote, under new management and start it up as a new brand. And they'd be all excited about the new club and go there. And then that would kind of die down and they'd shut down the next one and restart the next one or, you know, a new theme. And it, people thought it was actually all these new clubs opening up when it was actuality, just one guy, you know, cyclically shutting them down to make people think that there were these, these new clubs. And they never really caught on that it was always the same bartenders working at all the clubs. And I'm wondering if maybe like something's going on like that with Verge and Tron. They're kind of like working together to pass off yeah. the, the limelight. That's in interesting theory. It's like they're just like one big circle jerk. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> that was awful. Um, did you hear? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, how, well, how can we talk about Verge and Tron without throwing in some penis jokes? You know, some, You're some right. sex You're jokes. Right. You're right. It's really but, all but, it is. But now I felt like, you know, that's a good time to move on, right? Am I right? All right. Let's good do time. it. Next up, what's another so, circle jerk? How about EOS? That's a big <laughs> circle jerk. <laughs> no, we, no circle we jerks. Talk about, 
we talk about EOS every single episode uh, because it's such a disaster and it's so much fun uh, to talk about. I don't even I don't even know what's going on. What else is going on in the news besides well, Bitcoin crashing like crazy? I um, I think that it's I think we should always talk about Tether because you know what this is actually this is so this is really really fun. So you know, I, got, I have a I got timeline a of stuff to talk out, talk about, right? And Tether's in there. <laughs> we really need to work. Okay, well, on let's this. talk about Tether. <laughs> let's talk about Tether. So uh, uh, I got a Twitter. I got a direct message from uh, Bitfinex uh, today, actually, which I thought was interesting. I didn't know he so did. Hold on, that. hold on, hold on. Um, Who's Bitfinex? Because he hasn't been around for the last couple months. Oh, that's that's true. Okay, so, so, so Bitfinex is one of the oldest and 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 biggest exchanges for margin trading and buying cryptocurrencies, and they are associated with Tether, which is that's the USD. That's a that's a cryptocurrency that is supposedly a stablecoin tethered to the US dollar. But there's all kinds of we're gonna we're gonna talk about the that controversy. Uh, that what do you call it potential scam uh you know we don't know sure. exactly what's going on there but uh, yeah. so so bitfinex is a twitter account it's a it's a twitter personality we believe it's one person and we we we've heard him on some podcasts and shows before but he is leading this charge against bitfinex and tether because it's believed that they're related it's almost proven that they are and he is he is uh yeah, he's kind of the one who's who's uh, he's accused Tether of being a scam. He's kind of tried to bring a lot of light to what they're doing, and um, and he's also every he single time he gets the did chance, it. He single handedly yeah, brought the the lot the the spotlight onto the Tether debacle, or what people yeah. thought was the Tether debacle. So um, let me just bring up this. What did he say to me? So he he uh, he he tweets often about oh what he said was um, I don't have his tweet because I'm looking at the direct message right now but his tweet was you know Tether is breaking the law Bitfinex is breaking the law um, what or actually what he used the word illegal if what they are doing is illegal then they need to tell the Bitfinex stakeholders that what they're doing is illegal and I responded to his tweet I replied saying how is it illegal really. Because I mean, when you're when you're talking about cryptocurrencies, uh, you know, jurisdiction is kind of a nebulous thing. And he direct directly messaged me and said, because it's USD, that 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 means U.S. jurisdiction. Case closed. Because because they're 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 claiming that they have that much USD. Therefore, if it is a scam, then the U.S. is directly involved. He said U.S. dollars equals jurisdiction. End of story. And that I said, sense. thank you. And, and then he replied, you can't have U.S. dollars without a U.S. bank. Noble's wow. bank is in the U.S. So the bank that they claim to be using is in the U.S. And and I said, I never thought they had any U.S. dollars to begin with. But if they claim to, and then he replied, if they can't audit it, then something, then, then they have something wrong. If you can get Bitcoins for free, you can make a fortune. And then yeah. I said some stupid stuff. I said more red flags than a BitConnect scam. Thanks for your pursuit of this. I don't think you get enough credit. What is your interest in protecting the world of crypto? If they are collecting bitcoins, then they must at some point exit on, on everyone. 
That's quite an elaborate plan. And then his response to that was, why do you think prices are crashing right now? They are selling everything that they bought. Um, and, and then I pointed out that they just printed another 200 million or 150 million. And, uh, and then I, I kind of, I kept on going, well, why do you care so much? Like I'm asking him, you know, why not let all these ignorant fools suffer? And then his response to that was actually kind of cool. He said, someone has to do it without me, without me, this would turn into the next financial crisis, which is probably true. He single-handedly do this. I essentially blew it up before it could get that big. And then I asked him, what are your other hobbies? I just want to make sure that you're human. And then he responded, <laughs> no personal questions. Sorry, I'm not giving out any information. And then he cut off all communication with me. So anyway, I thought it was kind of cool to have this little conversation with the guy who single-handedly is bringing down Tether and Bitfinex. But um, yeah, I, I mean, mean... He isn't single-handedly oh, bringing them down. Let's be clear. He's, he's single-handedly... Yeah shining a spotlight on them and forcing people to ask questions and making them worried a little bit to the point where they had a lawyer go in and send the lawyer said, Oh, all the money's there, but we're not going to do an audit. And that's kind of shady. Yeah. You know, and you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to, to share this on the podcast was that I still feel like people don't realize the effect that this could have. I mean, we've been talking about Tether since last last fall, since last year, really, since it, you know people started to really use it. I remember when people started to like advise using it when when Bitcoin starts crashing, and and I was like, what the hell? Like YouTubers are talking about using this thing called Tether, which no one seems to understand, and. You know, I, uh, you know, I have a little chat group that where some of my friends talk about, you know, talk about some of their trades or whatever. And when I, 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 every single time that Tether prints more Tethers, every time that Bitfinex prints more Tethers, I'm the one who goes on there and is like, you know, they just printed a hundred million more, you know, just to let you guys know Bitcoin's crashing. And I, I think that some people don't make the connection between the possibility that Bitcoin could be crashing right now because Tether is dumping Bitcoins to get U.S. dollars. I mean, that's unless you have very, any proof of that, that's like there's a really no proof. tall order. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like we yeah, don't have there, any, there isn't any proof. Or Somebody would have seen, it's very easy to go in and find the transaction logs. And if nobody's found them mm -hmm. yet, that's a pretty good indicator that they're not dumping. Like, so when EOS was dumping Ethereum, everybody knew about it. When Mt. Gox was dumping Bitcoin, everybody knew about it because the transaction records are there. We can point well, to it. You we, can, we can find it. You have to think about, uh, <clears throat> you, you have to think that Bitfinex has been in this game for so long. And the fact that Bitcoin is dumping across exchanges means that means that like whoever well like if this is some sort of you know if this is if this is some you know concentrated attack or i guess distributed attack on 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 the markets then who could orchestrate this better than an exchange like bitfinex some sort of cartel like bitfinex i mean that 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 to me is like well if anyone is going to be able to do this and get away with it it's probably the guys who have been around in in the on the scene for a for for the longest and the other thing is is i mean the fact that tether cannot get an audit 
it, with all this, with all of this uh, controversy, you'd think that Tether would just say, hey, look, here's our proof. Here's our audit. Here's a picture of the dollars that we have or whatever. They would just put it to rest so that yeah, people but ultimately, could continue. Nobody has it. anybody to blame but themselves for using Tether. Tether, if if people if nobody used Tether, then Tether wouldn't be in this situation. And I think that a lot of exchanges are like, well, let's take Tether out of the process and let's just have USD and Euro pairs. And you and you see a lot like so Bittrex is coming out with a USD pair and and other exchanges are trying to get fiat pairings, which I think I feel like is like the the exact antithesis of crypto, but so is Tether. If you're going to, what's the okay. point of, of a crypto exchange if you're using fiat dollars to tether to, you know, to, to allow yourself to have a backdoor if the market falls? Like, okay, well, yeah, if that's the case, then if I were tether, then I would probably want to be getting rid of my bitcoins, you know, soon. If, if exchanges were going to make it harder and harder to use tether, then I would probably want to get this scam over with. I would want to exit as quickly as possible. See, I, I think the exact opposite way. I think you would hold, you'd want to hold on to it because then once Tether becomes irrelevant, the price of Bitcoin is going to go back up again. And why wouldn't you hold on yeah. to your Bitcoin? Yeah, um, I guess so. Unless they actually think that it will get exposed, unless these audits are actually putting pressure on them. Unless they think there's no way to do this, and that's assuming that it is, there is some funny business going on. But I mean, that's the way I see it happen. I mean, that's when I connect the dots. Like, doesn't seem, I, it's still a conspiracy theory. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like really we're just we have no proof. And but yeah. you know what? Yeah, I mean, having no proof is not a good reason to to have your money in a questionable asset. I mean, that's silly. I mean, back, you know, during during the Bit, BitConnect thing, like we all were like, look at all these red flags. Oh, it's obviously, a uh, you know, a Ponzi scheme. And people were still like putting their live savings into it. Just, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't believe the FUD on BitConnect. And like, that's what people are doing with Tether. And I'm not saying that that means that it's a, that they're going to exit, that it's a scam. But there are red flags and people are not paying attention. People are not asking the questions. People are not being skeptical enough about this. What do you think? I mean, I'm talking. You should talk. You're talking. Yes, you're talking. talking. I don't have a sign to hold up to tell you to stop rambling. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should use our little... little, little, uh, Would you have even noticed if I put the hand symbol up? No, my screen was looking at it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, now um, I'm looking I at it. I, yes. I think like so every time every time time tether prints more tether, the price of Bitcoin usually goes up. And that that's what I was gonna talk about. So uh the, you the have price Facebook of Bitcoin goes up. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Historically, every time it, they that's print not more true. tether. That is actually not true. Okay. That is that's a that's a myth. Uh people associate the the printing of tether with they, they consider that to be bullish, but if you actually look, and there's, you can there if you go online, there's actually a guy who who created a uh, a, a trading view um, chart that shows all the times that um, Tether printed new new Tethers every time that Bit Bitfinex printed new Tethers. Okay, well you and, have a chat um, app. Send me the link. Yeah. And so if you look at that, you can actually see. 
that that's not actually true. There are times, there are many times, especially okay, in the last you start several months. It, send me the link so we can actually look at this together and, you know. Uh, I don't have a link. Um, okay. I'm not going to look for it. <laughs> you're um, you're going to be that guy. Okay. No, trust so, me. It's there. I, I was trust, looking at it today me. because. It's true. Trust yes, me. It's fine. Me. Go look it up okay. yourself. There's no way that we can show a chart on a podcast anyway so you're just gonna have to take my word for it sure look but it if up you yourself send me a link I'll, I'll tell people the link and say this is the link this is the main page you know it's like it's this is how i searched for it whatever um but no, see that'll kill I, I the think, podcast i think that in uh, well, i'm not gonna sit there and give the whole url jackass come on <laughs> i'm just gonna say like go to coindesk and type in tether whatever you know it's like at least give them some leads so they can follow up on it um it'll be in the description I, after the show will it <laughs> okay yeah, it'll be there i'll put it there i remember um, so i wanted to talk about that as well as facebook relaxing uh the ban on crypto ads and i think those two things together showcase um and you also have ing saying interest in crypto is expected to double at least so i think you're, we're getting all these bullish signs kind of at the same time and i disagree i feel like um bit I, I feel like tether printing has tended to be during bullish moments whether they facilitated the bullishness from what i remember every time they print things would spike a little bit so whether you know it doesn't mean that it's the ca it's not causation but it's always been followed by a little run from what i've been reading and if JJ wants to send me that link, um, I, he can prove me wrong. But um, I think it's that the, I, think the, I think the signs are pretty are pretty bullish right now. I think the fact that Facebook allowing ads again, um, some of the really big banks are starting to be bullish on it. I think that's a pretty good sign. Um, I don't, I'm not saying we're not going to keep going down. I could, I could easily see 5,000. Um, but I don't know. I just think it's getting to a point where, where people are starting to get a little bit, a little bit hyped about it again. And I don't see why we wouldn't, um, well, let's see. So, so you said that Facebook is letting up on that. I didn't see that. I saw that eBay is now allowing uh, crypto ads again. Or I think the headline was some crypto ads. I don't know what that means. What some? All right, I just um, dropped. I actually a link didn't read the article. I dropped. I dropped you a link for the fa the CoinDesk Facebook ads. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna. Uh, I we'll don't eventually know. get better at this. People, sorry. I'm not gonna read an article on the air. <laughs> Um, I think you should read it okay. word, word for word like you did your Bitfinex DM. <laughs> yeah. Well, that uh, that that I could read as a story. This, I don't know if I could do that. Facebook is easing up on its bans, sort okay, of. Okay, stop. On stop. ads related I was to kidding. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, so well, that, I so do I do think that's bullish. I I think that's very. I think there's so much that's bullish. You know what? The the one thing and and. I hear this a lot when people, you know, I, when people say, I think we're in for another two year bear run. I think we're, I think we're going to be bottoming out. I think we're going to see 3000. I think we're going to see 1000. I think it's going to be two years. 
You know, the one thing that I have to say to that is right now we have more industry than ever. We have more we have more money. We have more euros and USD and everything going into all of these businesses that yeah. need to survive. They have VCs that that want to get paid. They 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 and they just they have a purpose now and they're trying to do things. They have an application. So these things are not going to these companies are not going to let up. They're not going to let the price of Bitcoin stop them. Yeah. And I think I think now there's an acceleration going on. And this is just my personal belief, but I think that now if we do see a a you know a bear we do see the bear cycle play out. I don't think it's going to be more than a few months, really. I think we're going to see things rebound a lot faster. I think we're going to see all of the cycles go a lot faster. I think we're going to see whatever, 20, 30, 40, 50,000, and then another crash, and then another 100,000, and then another crash. I think it's going to start to cycle really quickly. I was I mean, to this one guy who <laughs> said uh, he, we're in a four-year uh, bull run right now, and we're just starting it. and December was the very yeah. beginning of it, and it's got four more years of it before it plays out, and then we'll go into a bear market for a couple of years. I mean, yeah, I would say that that bear run started in 2016, 2017, you know, like after that little mini crash um, at the end of 2016, uh, we really saw that was when, you know, we saw that super acceleration of, of, of uh, the price of Bitcoin. But also, that's when. All of these ICOs launched. You saw Gollum and Civic and all of these very specific applications. Augur, all of these, you know. And those those now, those companies, those businesses have the money. And not only that, but they have the they have the they have the eyes and ears of the public. They have they have the media. I mean you know, everyone kind of. knows no one's, everybody no one's who's talking about them. No one's I mean, no one's talking about them. You, you're talking about them. We're talking about them. That's true. No one's talking That's about true. anybody but Bitcoin and Ethereum right now. So, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. I live in a bit of an echo chamber when it comes to crypto. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's OK. I mean, <laughs> Mike is going to say, don't apologize. Don't apologize <laughs> on the air ever. <laughs> hey, I'm not Trump. You're allowed to apologize. <laughs> you know, I yeah, I I follow Vinny Lingham, so uh, I hear him talk all the time. I think that everyone is listening to him, but I don't think people actually are. No, no one's. I'm listening to you, Vinny. No one outside of nerds are listening to him. That's fine. Uh, it'll change. More and more people are getting interested into it and interested in it, and and as that happens, what else? More, 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 what else do we have on your start listening to? people who are in the know like Vinny Lingham. So um, mm -hmm. apparently, oh God, I hate these people. Um, N. Shane, whose chief uh, scientist is Craig Wright, uh, douchebag number two behind Roger Ver. Um, if you don't remember, last time we heard about uh, <laughs> Craig Wright, he was in Rwanda at a conference and he was speaking, he said that he had more money than their whole country and he doesn't care what they do. So he's kind of a dick. Did he really just, say that? Yeah. Wow. We should just talk yeah. about that for a second. So if just, you have, according to that logic, if you have more than more money than an entire country, then you don't have, you don't care about that country. He doesn't I care see. what they do. 
That's what he said. He, he goes, goes I'm here because I want to build infrastructure in your country. I don't care what your country does. I'm going to do it anyway. I have more money than your country. So I'm just going to build that infrastructure. You can either participate in the process or not. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And he's That's also Satoshi much. too. So he claims to be right. Satoshi Nakamoto. Yeah. So apparently Enchain, his company is filing patents now in Europe for stuff that they claim they invented. And uh, Vitalik jumped in and said, this looks like they're trying to patent plain old public master key based deterministic wallets. Like what we had in 2013. Can someone attack it in court with the obvious mountains of prior art? So it looks like they're trying to be patent trolls, which are very popular in America, where a company just buys a bunch of patents and then just sits there suing people over and over. And I'm wondering if this is another attempt for them to try to discredit Bitcoin and and maybe file patent suits against Bitcoin somehow, even though there's no actual company that's Bitcoin. But they want to be the company that is Bitcoin. Like they keep trying to be Bitcoin and have you know, the Bitcoin cash team run Bitcoin and kind of uh, turn it into a corporation almost. And I feel like every single yeah, step they're really doing know. is trying to turn Bitcoin into a corporation. And that's the antithesis of Bitcoin. It's like, come on, I Roger. Tell. Wow. I can't really tell if, I mean, this is not a Roger Ver uh, um, joint. This is, this is Craig Wright, right? This is his company. So I don't know for, I don't know much, you know. He's huge I, in Bitcoin so, Cash. He's so huge he's, in it. He's huge in Bitcoin Cash, but was he always? I feel like he wasn't, but I feel like that was a new new twist. I felt like that was just in 20, 2018 that he became a Bitcoin Cash guy. Well, he, like came, year, out, he, he came out last year saying. He came that, out that, of the closet for yeah, Bitcoin Cash. He came out, no, he came out of the closet that he was Satoshi Nakamoto. Uh-huh. Claiming to be, and then and then he's been working more with Roger Ver, and then he's been doing all this. I don't know, just really shady, okay. shady stuff. So now, so this is a guy that seems very sort of forgive me, sociopathic in a way, like really like wants. Absolutely. He wants attention. He wants attention. He wants people to think that he's great. I mean, doesn't he like you know? All doesn't he like to talk about how many PhDs he has and stuff like that? I I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I just that was something I, I thought up in my head. Let's but just make that that's what up it about seemed, him right now. He seems like that kind I, of guy. <laughs> yeah, and and so like those are the type of people that I think uh, they hunt patents. They these are the people who like why not go after these patents and try to take ownership of them. And then say when things actually develop, say, oh, well, actually, I invented that. Here's proof. I mean, yeah. that's how you do it. That's that's and how I, you lie to everybody. You, you steal ideas. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, he's and, trying uh, to steal so, the name so of, of Satoshi Nakamoto. So why wouldn't he try to steal other yeah. people's patents and other people's ideas? And he's already like he's trying to claim credit for it. But I thought that like this is so insidious, but genius at the same time. If 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 he claims to be Satoshi Nakamoto, then he can claim rights to every single invention that Bitcoin created, every idea that Bitcoin created. Yeah. And since there is no Satoshi Nakamoto, like the person's never come out. If he says I am him, then he can claim all that IP for himself. And how do you dispute yeah, that? How do you, you know fight what? that? This- 
this just seems like something where like, how is he going to get away with this though? I mean, this how is going to be his Street proof that he, get away that he with stole it. And nobody went to jail. Like they, because if there's no law in place, like the, 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 the bankers in America didn't technically break any American law in Europe, they broke the laws it's, and they all went to jail. Some way, like, People are going to realize that he actually didn't do this. I mean, it's kind of like the Elizabeth Holmes thing. Like, people are going to realize that she doesn't have the answer eventually. And Maybe, she's going to get caught. At, so that's at, why uh, she's tether crazy. And, look at Tether and Bitfinex. Same thing. And that's going to eventually come to a head. Eventually, Tether will be able to prove its validity or it will exit scam. Like or maybe those it's are the not going to matter because there's so many USD pairings, people will just stop using it and it'll fade away. And they'll have all their Bitcoin and they'll have made billions of dollars and they just walk away and no one cares because yeah. no one's using Tether anymore. That's what every exit scam wishes they could do is just quietly walk away. Because, exactly. you know, they, they're not, they don't want to actually ruin people's lives. They just want their money. Of course um, they want to ruin people's lives. That would that would be crazy if they actually like, ah, I want to ruin people's lives with BitConnect. It's going to be great. <laughs> Take over the world and everyone will suffer. No, they just well, want money. They don't want no, If you start up a Ponzi scheme, you have to go and do it knowing you're going to hurt people and being okay with it. Nah. No, they, they just, Ponzi schemes just want money. They're not thinking, ha ha, people are going to bleed. It's going to be great. I'm no, going to love it. No, it's because they're sociopaths. So. They don't have empathy for anybody else. That's why. Yeah, totally. You've <laughs> so, got to have passion to, to passionately want people to suffer. Oh, these people don't have passion. Craig Wright probably has no passion. Well, he has not, a passion for himself. He's already shown he's a complete dick with the way he talked to people in Rwanda. So, yeah. All right, moving on. What else we got? We probably got to wrap it up soon, but yeah, we can get I mean, I one more good. item in here. Do you have something you want to talk about? Right. No, not really. But we we can end it on something. What what's uh what's what's really good these days? What's going on? What can we, Great. What we leave them with? <laughs> yeah. Let's just sit here and try to figure it out. Um. Yeah. First caller. First caller. <laughs> yeah. First caller on the air. Comes up with a great idea. I guess so we got nothing. It's really, it's really okay. Apparently, yeah. uh, somebody is trying to stress test, quote unquote. They're what they're. This guy's attacking uh, Bitcoin Cash right now, and he just started up. And um, a series of tweets started June twenty second, um, and they're trying to do a fifty one percent attack against Bitcoin Cash, and so he tweeted. It's called BitPico, B-I-T-P-I-C-O, um, on Twitter. And he says, the Bitcoin Cash uh, attack has been started. It will continue to run as we work to amplify it over the coming months. We expect to have 5,000 Bitcoin Cash attack nodes in roughly six weeks, and then we will run multi and then we will multi-fork the chain. Roger Ver will, will now cry. And that's all they put. All right. So they are actively so trying to hack and bring down Bitcoin Cash. Yeah, let's it's, it's, it's rally the troops. It's, so maybe uh, they've been listening to us complain about Roger Ver for a whole two weeks now, and they decided to take matters into their own hands. See how much power we have, uh-huh. JJ? Oh, that's great. We need to be careful with all cool. this power. Well, ended on, yeah. All right, cool. That was a great show. Yeah, um, the until next time, this is Michael Play the, the outro music. Uh, hold on, my screen went to sleep. Good lord, dude.
You're dropping the ball left we're, and right. We're, we're, no, stop being so negative. <laughs> we are professionals here. We are. And we play outro music. Yeah, this is the outro music for JJ and...